Welcome to How To Stay Married So Far. Should we explain that the reason the audio isn't going to be perfect, beautifully iTunes-y stereo is because we've got a nest of birds currently departing. That sound you can hear is a baby bird. Do you not think it's a bit... Well, I'm trying to let them hear. That oh. is a teenage blue tit. A little bit nervous about leaving its, its home. Go I'm over to our vlog, actually, and you'll see some footage of it. I'm literally looking at him now, sticking his little head out of the hole. It's Mouth so wide open. Yes, because we do um, these record live. these podcasts live no. from our home. <laughs> Not live. This isn't live. This isn't live. It's live now. I don't know why you said live. No, no, because it it's live now. It. Everything's live. <laughs> Everything's live at some point, isn't it? So um, you will hear, you know, kids. and I think that's our daughter singing in the background. But mm -hmm. it's the only way we can do this is if we do it at home because we just... The time is too tight otherwise. So welcome. If you're watching on YouTube, hello. Hello. Please subscribe. If you're watching, if you're listening on iTunes and you do like this, it would be great if you just give a little like to it. But wait until the end because you might go off us halfway through. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we tend to go off ourselves a lot. We never know where we're heading. Okay, well, this one I thought would be interesting because yesterday, June the 2nd, was mine and Nadia's 17th wedding anniversary wedding anniversary not the anniversary of us coming together and meeting but our wedding anniversary and 17 years before we and we've just come back from holiday um and we were talking prior to going on holiday about doing something special but obviously we'd already done something special we'd been on holiday with the family and everything so travel da, 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 da. and then we were sat well i was sat on the uh, patio yesterday reading the sunday paper having posted something on my personal instagram about Nadia saying, oh, look at this lovely woman, a bird I picked up on the beach. And then Zoe, one of our subscribers said, oh, it's your, it's your 17th anniversary. And I went, <gasps> literally at that point, I went, yes, you're right, it is. And then I looked over to Nadia and I think I was, it was like a, it was like a, an ax blow to my chest. You know, like a proper, like in Red Riding Hood, the axeman. The wood, the, the iron went into my chest and the wooden handle was just left wedged. And I was like, shit, shit. Because this is the kind of thing that's really mattered to me for so many years. And what really mattered to me is that if one stops remembering these things, it must mean, it must mean on some level things are going wrong. You, I told you, oh, we've forgotten, you didn't even, I mean, the thing about anniversaries is whenever I say anything about anniversaries, remembered or not remembered, or not, more often than not, you forget them all the time, you, you end up just looking pissed off at me because I've kind of, you feel I'm trying to make a point and I'm not, but it's just like, I think anniversaries are important. Do you think anniversaries are important? Wow. Were you pissed off that we missed it? I missed it, you missed it. And the fact that I've missed it, I said, I'll tell you what I thought, I'm gonna just carry on a bit more here. What I felt was, God, no, this, this has always mattered to me. Why hasn't it mattered this time? These things really matter to me. I've seen them as such a symptom of whether you're in a good place together or not. Now, a number of people online on Instagram have very kindly said, oh, it's because you're so in the love of it all that you, these things don't matter. You, you know, every day you're feeling it and da 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 that you're not even thinking about watching the clock. I want to say that and I want to feel that and I agree with the sentiment and I love it and I think it's very nice. But in my heart, I don't think that. I think it's an absolute travesty. No, in your head, you don't think that. 
in your heart you do agree with that. No, I don't. No, because your heart is present within this relationship. It's just that your head goes, oh my God, these no. particular things aren't happening, which therefore means there's something catastrophically wrong, which if you think about it, is very much your nature. So yesterday, when Zoe reminded us, I was like, oh, shit, because I, I was going to do a nice hotel. This year was going to be the year I remembered and stuff. But, but then afterwards, I was just straight away, I just thought, I went into, oh, we've just had a lovely week, and da, da. that's just the essence of our differences. You, you would see that as me not caring, but it's me knowing what we are. It's like our friend Rachel always says to us, because our friend Rachel is also our homeopath, so she hears all the details of our relationship separately, doesn't she? Because mm. she treats us. And, it, and we, you know, it's well documented that we have fantastical rows. We say the most dreadful things to each other in row. We well, storm off. We're very childlike sometimes in our arguing. But she always says to me, but the thing is about your relationship, it is electrically alive. And I said, what to me? She goes, well, you know when you're just with some people and the relationship's dead, you couldn't get a heartbeat out of it. That might be perfectly nice, it might be a perfect, but it's just not alive. And she goes, and there's an electricity around you that says this relationship is really alive. So for me, I think a lot of times people are swimming towards a raft that is an anniversary to hang on to it and go, right, here's the flowers, here's the meal, here's the this, here's the that. Are we still all right? Are we still okay? Or I better just throw the dog this bone so that it's got something to gnaw on for a bit and mm. it's kind of ticking a box. And that, to me, is the true death of a relationship. If I felt that, that would be much worse to me than actually we're so engaged in each other and in our lives. And, oh, my God, we didn't remember this particular date. But you remember everything about me. I remember everything about you. We're really caring in our relationship. So it wasn't the end of the world to me that we didn't but remember yesterday. It? But what was upsetting yesterday was how frantic you were. You came running up the stairs and you said it and then you went, I mean, what's this say about our relationship and what does it say about us? And you know, and you, it, was, it, was, it was like manic. And I said, well, I don't, I don't think it says anything. And you said, and this did upset me. I didn't say to you at the time because you were on a bit of a downy essay, so I didn't want a massive row. And you said, well, maybe it says something about the way I feel. Oh yeah, but I didn't mean it like there's a threat in there. I was shocked. I was, I was, that's my total truth. That could have been me saying, I mean, the fact that I said it I doesn't mean that. It was it, a threat. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that there was even necessarily a negative thing. It's, it's that thing. It's a bit negative. Well, no, no, no. But insofar as, because as you're saying all of that, I agree. I do think we, I do think we have consciousness and we are aware of how meaningful each other is and all that kind of stuff. But there is a reason, I think the, I think the thought behind anniversaries is making the extra effort beyond whatever the norm of the relationship is to actually stop, take stock, not cling to it like a life raft, but actually go, you know what? Fucking hell, this is amazing. Aren't we great? Haven't we come through a lot? Don't I love you lots? What is it about you? And I suppose yesterday, I wasn't having a good day. And there are all, you know, yesterday, because I'd forgotten as much as you'd forgotten, it's a norm that you forget. I, it, it struck me as different. And I think that's, that's only fair to identify that because I don't normally forget things like that. Can I just say one thing? Yeah. Actually, the last few years, you have gone totally off the boil with anniversaries. Because I know they mean nothing to you. That's not fair to say that. 
No, I mean... It's it... not true they don't mean anything to me. I was talking all week about, oh, let's, I'm going to get a hotel. I'm gonna do... I was really looking forward to having a bit of romance, to be romanced. Mm. You were just, every single time I talked about going to a hotel drink, you said nothing. No, like zero. No, just didn't. like you didn't even respond. I didn't know. It's not true. I thought, <laughs> I remember you? thinking, well, it's going to be kind of hard because we're coming straight back from holiday. We'll have landed the night before. It's a nice idea, but all within, within all the bounds of reason with the week starting, half term finishes, kids back but, at school, back at work. Could we in any way justify a Sunday night? No. I was thinking in my head, it would be nice to do something on a different day altogether. It's not about doing anything even. It's just more about that. I was kicking myself because I was thinking, oh my God, I've, I've really forgotten it. And yes, in recent years, it's gone off the boil, but I have to, you can't have it always. I've gone off the boil because it hasn't been as important to you. No, but I just, I think, okay, I'm going to say something here that's a bit contentious. Oh, this is okay. a surprise. So, I've got to find the right terminology for this. Oh, okay, when, for a long it's time... Like Nadia's friend Kay says, that whenever Nadia says, do you want me to be honest? It's like, <laughs> no. Oh, do you mind no. if you're not? No, do you mind if you're not? What's the point of doing these unless, we, unless well, we're excavating being, and thinking yeah. about And it's not criticism. But when I excavate, when I excavate, you tell me it's wrong. You do. I mean, invariably, you say it's a flawed assessment. It's just the way I am. It's coming from a negative perspective or it's because I'm this, that, or the other. It's never, that might be what it is. Whereas with you, it's always just a very honest assessment. God, you make me sound horrible. No, I'm not making you sound horrible. That's but quite some, horrible. No, but sometimes in, in these discussions... I never, no, but ever... You, did you, did you just hear what you just what? said? It was quite... It never, ever it was quite unpleasant. No, it wasn't. You, it's always this and this and this and this. And no, this. no, no, no. You make me sound horrible. No, but more often than not, if I have an assessment of a situation, there is there's some kind of almost deformity in my thinking that must be at work for me to come to that conclusion i.e i'm being paranoid i'm being self you know aware body dysmorphic depressed duh, 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 duh. but if, if you if you say something or observe something it's kind of it's 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 always fine it's always right but doesn't everybody when they no, say something not necessarily no, but whenever anybody says it's like you always think you're right it's just the nature of things yeah, nobody's let me just finish okay you're not letting me finish it, it's the nature of anyone when you're saying something that you believe in what you're saying, is it not? Well, you can believe in Nobody what you're says, saying, but it's... Well, I'm coming from this yeah. with a really deformed, fucked up way of thinking. I come in this thinking that it's the truth. Yeah, but you've also got to be willing to be told that's not the case. And if it's not the case, right. go, oh, it's not the case. Well, I think I do. I think you're making me sound... No, I'm not. Well, I'm yes, you are. I think it's really. I actually think it's quite unfair what you just said to say that that's always it's what I am. Like, I'm not saying true. that's what you always do, but in this like moment now, you're saying right. Let me be honest with you, and I, I've just been honest, and it feels like what I've been honest about isn't somehow as honest as how you're going to be. It's, anyway, say what you're going to say. I literally don't know what you're talking about. Say, say, I haven't even said anything yet. Okay, just say you what just you're going to say. You just had the argument, and I've not said it. What, what was I saying then? What are you? Well, you haven't started yet. Just, I mean, how to stay married so far, guys? Do you have this? I said nothing except I just want to say something, and you went off on one. Okay, go on then. Just say In what you were going to say. Response to what? Just say what you were going to say then. How do I choose my words? You were going to say. In our early relationship, when things were very difficult, when you were messed up about your previous relationships and the loss of your children and you were drinking very heavily mm. and you were holding together a job and nobody knew that you were an active alcoholic because you were a very 
you were, you know, you were, I mean, it's like I always say, when you went to the Priory, everyone said to me, why has he gone to the Priory? The outside world didn't know mm. that you were in a terrible state. And I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I think you were very insecure about me mm. because you didn't, you had total self-loathing. Mm. So you, you didn't believe that somebody as nice as me mm. was going to stay with you. No, I and agree. That we were gonna, is there truth in that? Totally. Right. I'd say that's a fair assessment. So in the early days of romance, some of which I really loved, some of which I found threatening in the sense that if I didn't meet it in the same way, mm. you would crumble and think that that was me not loving you or rejecting mm. you. So romance for me became something very difficult. It was like, it was, it was like, it was a, a tightrope that I was walking on mm. and that it had to be met in a certain way. So you would send me a beautiful card and like in the early days I'd loved it with loads of love and then I would send you one back and then you would say to me, Oh, is that all you felt? That wasn't very mm. much compared to me. And, and I actually retracted then from the romance, though I loved it at the beginning because I'd never really had mm. anyone that romantic before. And I think neither of those things were anybody's fault. But I think this is a really important thing to talk about because this is what happens in relationships. People pull back because things become too uncomfortable to say and then it becomes like a big thing in their relationship or it becomes something that nags away or it becomes something that's a bit destructive. So now the narrative is, and I and there's, there's a reason for this because I kept saying, oh, I'm not romantic, oh, I'm not romantic, oh, I'm not romantic because I didn't know how to deal with this romance because sometimes right. it felt very cloying mm. and it felt very needy mm. and it didn't feel like you were giving me romance because you felt in a romantic mood. It felt like you were giving me romance because you needed me to give mm. back to you something that would make you feel safe mm. because you were dealing with jealousy and you were dealing with insecurity. Now, this makes... I'm, if this is making you sound like a fuck up, I, I'm not wanting it to. I'm just saying this was my, bit. but this was my reality. Yeah, this no, is where right. it came from. And so I did just start going, oh, I don't want romance because I used to get really nervous around romance. I was like, oh my god, how do I... like presents would become like quite a competitive thing. You'd get me such amazing presents, then I'd get you presents, and they were like quite weren't quite good enough. So then I was like really. I must be sound really ungrateful. I was never ungrateful no, no, for but anything. No, it wasn't really. ungrateful because it came from, and you've really dealt with your jealousy massively. You've gone through a lot and I admire you and I thank you so much for doing that because most fucking people won't. Most people, and I think more so with men than women, I think women are more um, likely to get outside help and marriage guidance mm. and counselling. I mean, for God's sake, you've gone on a 28-day programme in a rehab centre, you've stayed sober for 15 bloody years, you've mm. done your counselling, you've torn yourself to pieces about what you were and what you want. And don't forget, it was only a couple of years in our relationship that you were drinking. Mm. So when I'm saying all of this, I'm saying I think you're incredible for what you, for how you fixed so much of that stuff. And I'm eternally grateful and I love you so much. But that doesn't detract from the fact that this is my reality about romance with you. It did, and I'd love for us to try and fix that and try and make it fresh and new again. And for us not to be nervous about it, for you not to be coming at it, it's like, you don't want it. That's what I told you, so that's why you think it. And for me to just trust, learn to trust it. It seems strange that you would feel it that keenly so, I mean, we are talking 15 years 
after the sort of most acute, and obviously it rumbled for a long time into my sobriety, all of mm. what you say. I don't have any, I don't have any, I don't contest anything you say. I think that's an absolutely accurate, empirically, scientifically true description of what our relationship was like and where I was at. So, you know, I don't know, I can't dispute any of that and I don't want to dispute any of that. That was my journey, that's what I had to go through. I, I, know, I know the pressures you were under, I know the pressures I put you under, I know the pressures I was under and the pressures I put myself under. I recognise all of that. I suppose in, recent, in more recent years, things like missing an anniversary like yesterday, where, where, where I suppose in a sense it's a crude term, but where it feels like the tables are slightly more equal, I have resolved so many issues, there is less, you know, the idea that we are somehow still close to that time of what I was like then, the fact that it still can be so readily present, I suppose I find that surprising or odd. It's not readily present. No, it's not readily present. I think what's happened is then, so we've dealt with that, and then there's just been this natural rift so I don't think now if you do something around, oh my God, this is Mark wanting to control me. Not at all. No. I don't. And if I'm honest, I do miss it. I wish sometimes now that we could be a bit more romantic with each other because we are saner. We're older, we're wiser, well, not just we, you, me yeah. as well. I mean, I suppose my, 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 that beautiful sound is the bird. You <laughs> the hear bird is they leave, they leave, Literally, we're watching them oh, leave dear. their bird's nest and, and head off into the world. Oh, listen, just hang on. That's the mum. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I suppose I suppose the reason I wasn't, you, you know, I know we talk often about date night, you, you know, the big argument is, well, an anniversary, should it all be focused on one, on one event, one day? Um, I wasn't particularly um, vocal about what we could do when we came back, mainly because of the practicalities. But I knew that, but I knew that. I knew inside you were thinking, well, how could we and the kids? I, so I wanted to I say yes. Yeah, I wanted to say yes and I wanted to, it. and it wasn't even about wanting to say yes. I likewise, you know, I, I suppose I, I, I hesitate. And, and part of it, you know, we're looking at how, the ways in which we can get the work balance, social media balance back so that we have just downtime for ourselves. Um, I think a more romantic thing on an anniversary would be to make a commitment to each other to have more, you know, to, to, to spend not more time because we're very in each other's company a lot at the moment. But um, more time being us. More and not time work. being us. Absolutely, we might have to shut the doors. That's so loud. <laughs> that, 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 it's, it's almost like we're not giving them the attention they deserve. <laughs> That's going to overwhelm the microphone, isn't it? Can you hear that? My God. Sorry, guys. Um, so, yeah, I can't work out whether you know anniversaries. Aren't anniversaries a sort of yardstick or a... What a, are anniversaries? I mean, what are they? <laughs> I mean, what is it? What, what are they what, for? What, what do other people get from that? I, I mean, they're very... There's an enormous lot of load of pressure. I mean, people get upset. People get let down. People get... I think... We don't I feel the same about birthdays, though. I we think, all remember birthdays and we don't have an issue with the concept of a birthday, do we? I think the thing is, I think what we need to do now... This is what I suggest. I suggest that we start with a clean sheet... The, well, the no, I we... suggest we start with clean sheets. <laughs> no, that's asking too much. <laughs> um, I think we start with a clean sheet, and I think that because we have healed so much of that stuff that did cause us sort of a sort of limp, kind of like had a limp with romance and with all of that because we it all got confused and messy and mixed up. And there's been a long time since then, so why don't we just start afresh? With what? And just make a point of, because we are at 
a happy couple, a messed up couple, a couple struggling like every other couple. Um, but we're not life rafter anniversary people. People are, you know, gasping, let's just hang on and get a bunch of flowers mm. and everything's going to be all right. Let's, let's just see it as a celebration of us mm. and a reward and do something really lovely and really special and something... It doesn't have to be crazy or... I mean, don't get me wrong, you don't think I'm wanting to bungee jump or anything, like, anything mad like that, but just to do something that is totally for us, that we love to do. Like, we love to go to the theatre... Mm. Don't we? We love to go to, you know, just make sure that we're doing something that we love as a couple to do on our anniversary. Yeah. I mean, what were anniversaries like in your household? I, I mean, I never went. My mum and dad never had a single anniversary. My Did dad has no idea when they got married. Listen, Some people are my, very proud of not acknowledging their my anniversaries. My dad came down the stairs every Christmas morning and went, Is it today? Yeah. yeah uh, what, now? Yeah, today? He's never called me my name first without going, Dina, Julie, Betty, but my dad is oblivious. Mm. My dad's never bought us a Would single... Would it have been important to your mum? My dad's never bought us a single present our whole life. I think it would have been mm. amazing for my mum. Yeah, I can tell. And one that. year we, we got him to buy her something for one of our anniversaries and she just loved it. We got the money off him and we bought it for him and he gave it to her. And I think he loved it, but it's just culturally, it's just insane for him. But I, th I wish, I wish he had made more of an effort for my mum because... Well, I remember being at a couple of anniversary events with your parents. One where we all went out for a meal, which was very, very lovely. And then another where Julia got them to curiously dress up as folks people and jump over things. But that's us driving it right. for mum right. because dad would you know never mom. think of it. But do you think there are many other people out there watching this who would perhaps like, would like that cherishing moment yeah. anniversary? Do you think the women you know and work with? I think there's nearly always somebody in a couple that's going... Oh, we just don't bother. We don't care anymore. It's yeah. a load of well rubbish. There's always somebody that would... Look, who isn't going to love being made the to feel off. special? Yeah. Or to have a surprise? Every... Nobody's ever going to say, Oh, sorry, I don't want to be made to feel special today. But that's why it's probably more unusual, that, albeit given the context that you've just described of where we got, how we got to you being the unromantic one around Anna, but it's kind of unusual that it's the way around that the bloke's more obsessive about it than the woman in our situation, or has been, certainly, until the last two years. But would you say that more, more traditionally, women are the ones where, well, he's forgotten, well, he's forgotten. I mean, that's what I remember my nan being like. I think it is more, it does tip more towards yeah. women, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's, it's a big generalisation, because there's lots of more men that are more romantic than... I mean, is it about the romance, or is it about saying... Well, that's you know, going to be... that was going, a round of applause that you're still there. Well, that's it. Well, and that was going to be my final part, the sort of second half of the whole conversation was, um, you know, what are our reflections on 17 years of marriage? What are your reflections on 17 years of marriage? Has it been a... I mean, when, when one stops and takes stock... It's kind of... It's a curious one, because I have two... What I call two anniversaries in my life that I sort of operate around. And interestingly, for the last two years, the other key anniversary in my life, I've also forgotten and actually took Maddie to remind me about it. And that's my... S sober birthday, they call it, you know, when you stop drinking. And last year, uh, last October, Maddie had to remind us that morning, Dad, it's your... Just remembered no, it. No, 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 you did, but we keep Mad up. we'd all forgotten until Maddie remembered, I think maybe the night before. But it's not about, I don't mind it, but, but what's quite nice for me as a recovering alcoholic in that, an addict, is that that does suggest, if I can see the logic of it suggesting that there's a sort of 
an ease with sobriety. That means I'm yeah. not looking and latching onto every minute. That's another minute. I mean, I do like the whole, don't get me wrong, I do like the whole thing of 90 days and a year and two years. It is, it is a pat on the back. But sometimes it can get to the point where you're like, oh, got to get to this. I think a lot of the comments on I, on this on the iTunes here and on, on YouTube. <laughs> YouTube, people say, God, you do think about stuff too much. And well, I'm just sitting here and thinking, well, only because why don't we just go? What a nice excuse to go and have a bit of a blowout, have a nice meal, go to the theatre. Yeah. Why do we overthink everything? Why not overthink it more? Because otherwise there wouldn't be a podcast. That's true. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you could say, why don't we get people in to do the garden? No, wouldn't be a podcast. Saying, why don't we maybe... also, why don't we also... Uh, buy food from a takeaway. I mean, no, 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 I was being facetious. What I'm saying is maybe now we've come through a lot of stuff. We just say, do you know what? It's a really nice day for us just to celebrate, you, hang on, to just celebrate us and celebrate the fact that we've worked through this marriage 17 years. Did you ever think you were going to be married for 17 years? Well, that years? was going to be, that, that's kind of what I was driving at. 17 years. Did we ever think we'd get here? Did you think we'd get to 17 years? It's really weird. Whenever we do this pod these podcasts, I think of that one time when I was sat on the edge of the bed. I think it was one of my darkest times when I was just wishing that oh, we could just get divorced. And it was when we were in that front bedroom there and you came in and I said to you, I just don't think I can do this anymore. I just... And, and we had Maddie. And if we didn't have Maddie, there's no way I would have stayed beyond that day. And I just felt... I remember thinking, have I got to be this sad for the rest of my life? How am I going to do this? It was such a dark, dark time. It was just awful. And at that point, I it was seven. Whether I would do seventeen more days, mm. you know. And isn't it amazing? Because it would have been a terrible mistake for us to get divorced. It would have just been look your face, bless you, darling. <laughs> we didn't do it. We are in seventeen. No, days. I've just my mind is going down the uh, the the quantum realm thought of. God, I mean, I mean, words cannot express how hanging you by a thread we were. You said you can't do this. You said you can't do this. I said, well, okay, well, the only way is that we've got to have separate rooms. I'm not having a room with you. I'm not having... A, a, do you remember that? Mm. And that was the only way. Otherwise, that day it was going to be over. I do remember a few days like that. But, I, but I'm, every time we do this podcast, I think of that particular... Oh, I was Maybe sat we should stop on doing the, the podcast the and it was just so dark. No, because because what is the point of doing this? How to stay married so far if you've just got a perfect bloody well, marriage? That's what was my ever... point. You'd minute ago you're saying what's the point of doing it? We shouldn't overthink it. Now you're overthinking it and saying look at me in what in the space of two minutes she's gone from totally knocking the point of doing this to absolutely justifying the point of it. It's classic you. I mean, the point is, though, is that for anyone out there who is undergoing problems or struggling in their relationship, or that more, that more profound feeling, which I, I remember and I know of that deadening weight of, I've got no choices, there's no, there's no way out of this. I don't, and neither of you want to actually leave a relationship, but you're thinking, this, this can't work. I don't see how this can work. Um, you know, I hope we are some proof that you can, you can claw your way out. But, I mean, it does require certainly from one at first, a supreme amount of fucking getting real with yourself. 
And I mean, I do, I do at times pat myself on the back and think, thank God. But I always go back to the point of, I wanted it. I wanted you. I wanted that, our family. I didn't just want you because you were you. I wanted you because I saw a good person. I knew you were a caring person, a loyal, you know, I, I struggled with loyalty. I, I didn't trust the loyalty I was being offered because I, I had struggled in giving that loyalty. I'd struggled. I'd never mm -hmm. seen it given mm -hmm. by a parent to anyone. So, you know, well, I, I hadn't I learned loyalty. Because... It was on the ex external, everyone saw this incredibly romantic man that did all these big romantic gestures mm. and everyone was telling me how much you loved me and I didn't feel loved at all mm. because I didn't feel like you trusted me. And to me, if you don't trust me, then you don't love me. It was no. just meaningless to me. No. Going, oh, I love you, I love you, but because the jealousy was mm. totally in the way of it and I just didn't feel loved and I didn't love you and I didn't want to mm. be in the relationship. It was just like this is just dark and awful and I can't do this. I mean, does he really think I can do this, that I can keep mm. on every day, day in, day out? And I think that was when we went to see, went to see the first couple's counsellor and I was really bad. I was just hanging on by a thread. Mm. She was the very first one that we only went a couple of times to. But she did, she gave us that tool that we weren't allowed to talk about any of our issues mm. Because you were all, you were like the whole day, you were at work, you were texting me, you were just questions, questions, mm. questions, questions, and you were driving me up, absolutely up the wall. And then she gave us this technique, and I think, you know, if, you, if you're in this sort of part of your marriage at the moment, where it just seems that you're constantly bickering or arguing or issues, and she said you are not allowed to talk about them until, and she gave us a set time, six o'clock in the evening, whatever, and then for only half an hour. And then you have to do this timer and it's five minutes each and you don't have to answer each other. And you, it was like watching somebody coming off crack for you. Yeah. So it was so hard for you. Yeah. Because you were so in your insecurity, you were constantly needing, da, 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 mm. asking me all this stuff. And it was such a relief when she did that and it gave us time to breathe mm. so that we weren't always in the melee of what was going on with our relationship and... To the point, and I think a lot of people identify, you've been the same with me, this isn't just me, where you just go, ah, I just want to run screaming because my head is driving mm. me crazy. And that's when people so often will go, it's over because I can't take it anymore. And that was, yeah, and she was the first um, therapist to do, do you remember you'd been seeing her separately, hadn't you, mm. which was a bit weird. You should yeah, she was a CBT seen. therapist, yeah. But it no. wasn't right that she then did us as a couple. Not really, no. No, not no, really. No. So we, we only went a few times. And then we started seeing someone else off the back of the of rehab. So you wouldn't say that forgetting our, our anniversary is, is the sign of the cracks setting in at the end. I mean, going back to the comment that I made where I said it's more worrying. See, it was well, more worrying because I think, going back to your you idea... You always ask me a question then. No, no, there's, there's, several, there's several questions, yeah. Oh, because it come, comes one. back to the point of you said, well, what was more worrying or, or hurtful was when you said, why have I, why have I? Yeah, well, I did feel that. And I do, I do think it was a genuine question that I was sharing with you because I was genuinely surprised. But that feeling has been building for two years, but you're right. I think it comes from a shared belief that perhaps we've, in other areas, need to sort of say to ourselves, well, let's, let's cherish who we are and what we are, but let's not do that on one day of the year. Let's try and make that something that happens around the other stuff that we're doing all of the time. I think that is what so many people say, isn't it? Or we don't have to do an anniversary because we mm. love each other all the time. So there is that as well. I think my conclusion to the end of all this is, you know, we're still working on our marriage one day at a time. 
Every marriage is about work one day mm. at a time. Every relationship is. thing is, people want to separate marriage from anything yeah. else. Yeah, every day everything. I work on my relationship with my children. Mm. You know, I have days when I just want to... Mm. Every day I'm working... If I'm not seeing my parents, I'm working stuff out about my relationship with my sisters, with my friends. Why do people think that you shouldn't have to say you work with your mm. marriage? There is, there is a kind of almost a sense, I do think a lot of people in this very consumerist, rapid society think that they have a right to have a sort of preordained, perfect, sort of mm. identity it's not of the if most. You've got to work this in is it. the relationship, and yeah. if this relationship falls short in any one yeah. area, there's no thought that actually that just needs a bit of attention. It's like the engine yeah. of a car: tweak it, tweak yeah. it, touch it. Touch, you know, yeah. you can keep your engine going for fucking years if you keep changing the bolts, the nuts and bolts. Hence, why I go back again to why I love the title of our podcast. We had no meetings before our podcast, did we? We said, let's just talk about didn't our marriage. Didn't even celebrate our anniversary before We this. didn't discuss anything, you know. We did, oh, what's the right title? We just went, how about saying, do you remember the first episode? What should we call it? How to stay married, mm, dot, 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 so far. Mm. It's bloody genius. Because that's the secret to a good marriage. Mm. To only think it's so... Yes, we want to stay together to the end of our, our lives. But we have to think so far. Because within that, you're saying you have to keep working at it. Can I just say, can we make a promise that when one of us dies, and one of us will die, if we're still doing this and we're still together, we have to do the last how to stay married with just the one of us and an empty shot on the other side. Oh my God, that's so morbid. And on that cheerful thought, we're going to end I, this podcast. I bet you were wishing it was me then, because you've already... So you well, can no, set it'll, up have to be, it'll have to be you, because you can't split screen or edit it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so make well, sure it's you. Well, don't die before me. Then. Well, if I do, just get Finley into I'll have to just do a live. <laughs> yeah, do a live. <laughs> Take questions. Thank anyway. you so much for listening, guys. As we say, we, we do read your comments. We don't have time to answer them, but we do read them, and we... We have lots of good discussions out of your comments. Mm. So thank you for sharing back with us and giving us food for thought. That's the wonderful thing about social media, that those that don't understand it don't know what they're missing, mm. is that it is a community. Trolls are far and few between. It's a community of people who are all searching for something. And we love it when you share back with us. And I'm still searching for my specs. Have you seen well, them? Well, don't ask me because I haven't got them. Okay. Why don't you put them wherever you put your keys in your wallet? Let's find them. I don't know where they are either. Let's do a whole podcast on that. Okay. Thank you, guys. Let us know what, any podcast ideas you've got as well that you'd like us to talk about. Just pop it in underneath. We will try and respond whenever we can. We get and three if, minutes. And if you've only ever listened to us on iTunes, do check out our yeah. YouTube channel, Nadiswara and Fan. We've got so much content up there that we're really proud of. And, and, if, you, yeah, and if you've only listened to this, watch this, because then you'll see me do this. Oh, God, what's he going to do? Mark. Mark. What? Don't! Oh, God. I thought you were going to flesh Happy anniversary. Oh, thank you, darling. That's nice. Look at this. You're really good looking. I've got... Issues, tissues. You're very good looking, you know. No, and you're very pretty. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> really did think he was going to fart or show his bum.